0: Hey everybody! You're listening to Raw with Marty Gallagher, JP Bryce, and Jim Steele. Brought to you by IronCompany.com. Uh, today we're discussing fitness tips for shut-ins. Uh, everybody's aware of the the recent world events. We're all kind of shut in right now. Uh, these are different times for sure. This is kind of changing the the paradigm of you know what we knew before all this uh, this happened and how we went about training and and all this stuff, because all the gyms are shut down, so there's, um, you know, I think we have a lot of, of useful information for you guys, as far as equipment, and training, and what to do during these times, and we talked a little bit about it last time, and talked about making, well Marty always says, making the mostest out of the leastest, and in many ways, that's that's a great thing, and it's it's great to switch off, and make an opportunity out of it, we talked about training with the family and different things like that, too. So uh, not necessarily a bad thing, but I know we all want, want to get back to our gym and all the different equipment we have there. So anyway, there's some interesting things, and we, we were just talking about this. Uh, there's some interesting things that we're seeing. Now, the guys are, are coaches, and they, they train people literally and virtually all over the world. So they're getting calls from people all over the world freaking out because they can't go to the gym and what do they do? And, and, uh, so they've taken a lot of those calls. <laughs> I've taken a lot of calls this week on uh, the past couple of weeks, people freaking out, wanting equipment. Um, and it's been, it's been challenging because, we're starting to run low uh some of our manufacturers have and suppliers have just kind of closed up because you know it's a government mandate to in their state or city or whatever to close down so uh we're still open for business uh mm-hmm. but it, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on a lot of trends in equipment purchasing for homes right now and all that so why don't we get into Let's talk about first what you guys are seeing and hearing from around the world. I mean, you know, what's going on with you guys lately?
1: Well, in my area, first off, I would I would uh, say this my people are not freaking out. They really aren't. They're manning up, right? There's a difference. Seriously. I mean, uh, I'm just telling you about the, the folks that I come in contact with. Yeah. It's a different vibe. It's like, all right, <clears throat> here's the hand we've been dealt. How do we play it? Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I think that's a much better stance than freaking out. Uh, so that that's that's what I'm dealing with. But you know, I deal with um, uh, I deal with spec up guys all over. You know, I got guys in Switzerland. I got guys in Germany. I got guys in South America. I got you know Asia everywhere. And uh, it's it's like, all right. Um, let's make lemonade out of lemons, time to get back to core fundamentals. Um, so obviously, you know, it depends, everything depends on what, what tools and equipment you have available. And that could go from nothing, right. To, uh, you know, a relatively well-equipped tone gym, um, and all points in between, but regardless of how, how many or how few tools you have. Uh, well, let me, I want to just do a, a quick side bubble right here, JP. Uh, if someone is lacking gear, you're in the business. Do you still have the ability to get that out to them?
0: Yeah, we've, uh, you know, we sell over 8,000 products. I mean, we do everything from rubber gym flooring and everything that goes on top of it. Cardio, free weight, strength, mm. All so that. Some,
1: somebody somebody called somebody called you up today and said, "Hey, man, I need a 315 pound barbell set. How quickly would they get that?"
0: Currently, Pawpaw, um, you know. well, it usually takes a, a week or two, uh, you okay. know, depending. You know, every everything's a little bit slower right now.
1: Yeah, well, um, that's what I'm saying, and we want we want to take that into account. Uh, so. But, but still, it, the point is that, that there is equipment availability via the mail.
0: Yes. I mean, we're right. we're open for business. Now, there's a lot of people that aren't. There's, um, And I think even Amazon uh, uh, just kind of shut down and redirected towards uh, essential needs products like medical and things like that. So, you know, we're getting a lot of – we sell on Amazon too, but uh, we were getting a lot of the, the people that would probably normally – purchase from amazon over to our site so we're very blessed right now we're a small business we're doing very well trying to help everybody get their gear out and and uh but but it can okay. be challenging depending on what they okay. want All yeah right. All
1: right. But, but, but they can pick up the phone with a credit card get kettlebells get dumbbells get benches get racks get whatever
0: yeah and Beautiful. and we're we're seeing a lot of trends like that right now, as far as people ordering kettlebells and bumper plates and rubber mats and things yeah. like that. A lot of people are doing that. Just, they're sticking to the basics.
1: Well, here are, let's talk about the basics. I mean, uh, for me the ultra basic and again, uh, is barbells and dumbbells. Yeah. Uh, Jim, I mean, if I, that's what I'd get, I swear, you know.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, we talked about this before, but what can't you do with barbells and dumbbells? And, you know, the dumbbells, you don't need to get, you know, up to 150s. Yeah. You know, what I mean? you can, you know, and it, when we did our last seminar, Kirk had everybody doing those Kirk shrugs with the paws with 30 pound dumbbells, and everybody was sore as hell. Right. Because, you know, like we always talk about making lightweights feel heavy and mm-hmm. all that. Um, so, you know, I, I would say the mm-hmm. main, purchase should be your your barbell and even if it's a freestanding squat rack or a power rack man you know just you know we were talking about this this is interesting so all my clients um a lot of them have home gyms already especially the special forces guy they get tired of being on base all the time they want to spend some time with their family they've been gone they've been doing all this other stuff so they have really well equipped my other um clients wheelbarrows uh Sandbags, yeah, um, push ups, hill walking, hill running. You know, I'm just trying to be yeah. imaginative and each day <clears throat> give a different assignment to, according to what they have. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, this is some simple simple plates, a few dumbbells and something to squat off of. It's really it's really simple. And you know, the good thing about having it at your house, whenever you want, it's up to you. You don't have to depend on hours, you don't have to depend on something being open or closed. You know, you just you just go do it. So
1: Love J- J- JP, I've got a, I sent you a, a rough article and I, I talk about, uh, we have so much to learn from prison prisoners, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because, because these, are the guys that have been doing uh, quarantine fitness forever, right? What do they have? They have a barbell. Do they have dumbbells? Probably not because you can hit one another with them right so they probably have a barbell probably bent a bunch of plates they got a dip bar they got a chin bar yeah dips and chins they'll have a bench uh, maybe they'll have maybe have a maybe they have a squat rack some way do that maybe not yeah. uh, and these guys get more muscled up than what 90% of america's personal trainers can turn out how well, do they do it well Marty- how do they do it how is this possible
0: Marty you're not in prison currently as far as i know uh, but you've been doing the prison you've been doing the prison style workouts for like 30 years i was talking to a friend of yours the other day he said you're the king of quarantine
1: i know you were talking you were talking to the master chief <laughs> he said uh, he said yeah he called me and he said uh, first he said uh, he said you know uh, you're 70 now I said i wanted to check make sure you're not dead <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thank you, thank you, thank you for the thought. And then he goes, yeah. uh, he said, oh, he said, you said you should write a, he said you should write an article. And he said you've been living the uh, the quarantine lifestyle for the last thirty years. You should give people tips on how they can cope. Yeah, um, I've been doing it for artistic reasons, right? I, I yeah. live the classic writer's life. I want to, I, I need peace, quietude, solitude for <laughs> the creative process. In and the you classic. just love yeah. people too. Oh, my God. Well, as the master chief said, he said to the to the gathering of the tribe. uh, We were we were in Damsdak. He said, uh, don't bother Gallagher. He has a finite capacity for humans. (laughs) So but listen, the getting getting back to the minimalism, I sent JP uh, a rough draft article, and it was just the possibilities if you just have a barbell right? Just the barbell sitting on the floor. All right. Here we go. You can front squat. You can do Romanian deadlift for hamstrings. You can power clean. You can upright row. You can bend over row. You can do reverse grip 70, 70 degree row. You can power snatch. You can deadlift. You can overhead press, Olympic press, press behind the neck, push press, jerk, floor press, pull over on floor, front raise with plate, <clears throat> cheat curl, strict drag curl. Wall or post curl, line on floor tricep press, overhead tricep press, Russian ab twist, stiff leg deadlift, deadlift off plager box.
0: I got tired. I stopped. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what else too? Uh, Jim talked about making light heavy, and that's one of the in- intensity uh amplifiers that that we use um right now that's very very important that technique is uh because a lot of people don't may not have enough weight to use at home for you know normal right. bench press or a or you know because they usually go to the gym or whatever maybe they have a couple of things at home but if if you um you pick up the barbell or dumbbell kettlebells whatever and use those you know make light weights heavy super slow grind speed
1: and again it's weird. It's it's simple. Full range of motion. Right. Right. That's... We have archetypical techniques for all the core lifts. Right. We try to adhere because we have a vision of what perfect technique is. We constantly try to strive for that. Yeah. Right. So, you know... technique is in each of the core lifts. And it all... In addition to having the perfect technique, we always use full range of motion. Right. We have... Always choose one or three rep speeds. You can have a grinds rep speed. You can have a normal rep speed. You can have an explosive rep speed, right? Yeah. Full and complete lockout, uh, uh, heavy on the breath control. Did I leave anything out, Jim? What else?
2: No, I mean, uh, you know, you could be imaginative on the whole thing. I mean, the, the, fun, the foundation is perfect form. Then you go yeah. from there. You yes, know,
1: but, kind of but you need to know what perfect form is. Right. Yeah.
0: But but again, that's,
1: that's the key.
0: But but again, if you don't have enough weight right now at your house, use grind speed, man. You cut that weight in half, and you'll get a heck of a workout.
2: Yeah, sure. With that, with that form, right. so right. right.
1: semif- full range motion,
2: yeah. you know, our our the way we do teach it is by making every you know those goblet squats, you know, grind on the way down, grind, oh. on you know, all those techniques intensifiers, you know, stuff that you should be <clears> using <throat> if you don't have enough weight and short rest you can do you know there's a lot of ways to do it you know it doesn't have to always be increasing weight you can shorten the rest periods you can do more reps or you can yeah. say okay i have to do so many reps in this much time i mean you yeah.
1: have to you can do multiple. workouts find weight you can do multiple sets you know i mean when, when time true. when time is not a problem why not open up the menu in fact in the same article i talked about that and i think that jp this is something you and i were talking about earlier it's like while we have really been stressing that um, the, the ultra minimalistic one day a week training is is doable and a valid arrow for the quiver, yeah, it's not it's not the end all be all. And at the other extreme, and and maybe best the best training split for people folks with time in their hands is what what we call uh it's a it's a rolling split where you you do well like for example Monday you might do legs, you know uh, front squat calf raise on stairs, I don't know Romanian deadlift for hamstrings, right Tuesday chest, you could do barbell floor press if again, this is all if you don't have any, you don't even have a bench right you just got a barbell right barbell, you could do barbell floor press with three different grip widths. You could do weighted push-ups, have somebody set a plate in your back, plate flies. Use the individual plates from the bar, like fives will give a person a real workout if they're doing strict flies. Tens, a strong man will have to do that. Wednesday, you could do your back. You could do power cleans, deadlift, 70-degree reverse grip row, regular row, you know what I mean? Thursday, shoulders, right? Front press, behind the neck press. Uh, do plate raises, side laterals, front laterals with the, you know, a, 30, a 25, a 35, a 45. Friday arms, right? Curls, overhead presses, nose breakers on the floor, you know, chair dips. Saturday, you could do abs, Sunday take off, and each day I would be running. Why not? You got plenty of time, <laughs> right? Yeah. So spread it out. Get in that that way. This is a intense training is a great stress reliever. So why not have a little stress relief each six days a week through your weight training. And then another little stress reliever, uh, every day with a little bit of cardio, right? Why not? What else is going on? <laughs> and, and
2: you can split it up, you know, you
1: know, yeah. yes, yes,
2: yes, yes. Get done homeschooling your kids and go do some squats, get rid of that stress. You're yes. right. You're right for a little bit. Oh man. I've, I'm an out of ideas. Go do some yeah. laterals or curls or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's a yeah. way to yeah. break it up. Yeah.
1: Yes. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So again, this is the and it's exciting and you can make gains and everybody thinks, oh, you know, I, you know, this is I'm I'm doomed. I might as well not train because I can't get to the gym and use the Turbo 3000 X uh, rear deltoid machine. You know, uh, I, I can't I can't go on. And it's like, yes, you can. In fact, if you would if you would get weaned from the seduction of those machines and yeah. get back to those barbells and dumbbells, you would find gains that uh, aren't to be found in machine training at the gym.
0: You know you another. Just, th- go ahead. Yeah, you know another thing that I've noticed too is you know my wrist has been bothering me. So at the gym, sure. you know sometimes I come home after. Uh, chest day and my wrist would be screwed up. So I mean when you're f- f- when you're forced out of the gym like we've been and you're you're at home working out and I, I told you guys last time I have been using uh um the cross core suspension trainer so I've been doing a lot of work. I, I
1: love that thing.
0: Now, you, weight, guys saw, you guys saw that yeah. So if anybody okay, wants good, a cross core just go to Iron Company. Oh. And we've got my
1: highest recommendation for a um, suspension trainer. Incredible.
0: Yeah. Because, you know, there's, there's straps and then there's the cross core that has full rotational movement. So I equate it to using, comparing the Smith machine, using the Smith machine to a pair of dumbbells, Mm. because with the dumbbells, you've got full range of motion. Each arm is independent. That's exactly what the cross core is. So if you really want to get a true suspension uh, workout, Look at something like that, but um, now being at home using that with my own body weight, using grind speed and everything, I feel my joints feel better because yeah. I'm not consistently taxing myself. I'm kind of giving my joints a break, so I'm healing at the same time. So this is kind of a, a healing
1: time too. Are you are you are you able to take yourself all the way and I mean just crush yourself and just get uh, be unable to complete a rep?
0: I mean because i haven't done this in a while it's like a whole new ball game and i mean i'm just burning myself down and i mean last yeah last time when i did chest man i my chest was so sore and it was sore in ways that i i usually don't get sore from a barbell you know it's the stretch it's the stretch you can't
1: get the stretch like that with a a barbell that stops at the chest dumbbells are better but you don't get the pre-stretch like you can on the cross quarter
2: yeah I've always yeah. I've always made the point that um you're you need to cycle your training to stay healthy when you're you know when you're past 30 35 40 meaning I think that the reason why I stayed healthy for a long time is because okay I'd say okay for this next 3 months I'm going to put my tie boxing first I'm still going to lift but I'm going to back off and I'm going to do different stuff you know I'm going to different exercise I haven't done I'm yeah. going to get away from the heavy deadlifts and do yeah. You know, deadless off blocks or whatever, and then cycle that back in. And then so this is sort of like a forced cycle for a lot of yeah. people, yeah. You, know, if, you know, as yeah. our bodies run sick cyclically during the years. You know, in the summertime, we talk about this. You lose weight, you get ripped up in the wintertime. You eat the heavy stews and you get a little bigger. It's just like with the lifting. You got to cycle everything. And this yes. sort of is a forced
1: cycle you know and now what let's follow this let's be like krishnamurti here and follow this line of reasoning what are the advantages to this and the disadvantages on the advantage side i would say people maybe for the first time in a long time have ample time okay they're not working 60 hours a week let's at least say their time is better than, than it was when they were working Right. So you have this time, why not fill it creatively, constructively, you know, and you can't watch net Netflix 24 hours a day. So, you know, let's get, let's get out and yeah, do Jim. some, do some, yeah, Marty, let's get out and do some Dawn Cardio. Let's do some fasted cardio. Let's try some new crazy stuff, right? Yeah.
2: There's people out walking I've never even seen before, man. Are there, oh,
1: are yeah. Because they're trying to, yeah.
2: go crazy in the
0: house i've seen the same thing in my neighborhood yeah everybody's out walking their dogs and it's it's such a great thing but you know it's it's such a great time for self-improvement too i don't don't want to get into that whole thing but i mean relating to relating to relating to fitness i mean you can take little baby steps each and every day to just chip away and make yourself better you know whether it's on your physique your health or your You know, relationship or whatever, but uh, you know, like I said last time, turn this into an opportunity to really improve different things that that need improving.
1: When when I talked to the Master Chief uh, last week, we talked for over an hour, and um, we got a little serious about it. And I said, "Well, I said the way that I found again, I've had my time has been my own for thirty years. Fill it as I see fit, right." And again, yes, I have been in that self. I live in the country. I don't need to see anybody, so I see my wife. I see the people that I buy my food from. That's about it. Uh, once a week, ago and train some guys, so it's minimal human contact. You know, how do I? How do you keep from, from going crazy? Is you you roll from one absorption task to the next. Right. For example, uh, when I get up, I on the coffee and put on the music and do creative writing. I get into that. I burn out on that, that after a couple, three hours. Oh, time to go run in the woods. Something else I can get lost in, I can get absorbed in. Come back from that, you know, take a hot shower, you know, take a nap. Uh, right, wake up. I love to cook. Mm-hmm. I love to shop for vegetables. So I'll, you know, jump in the Jeep and go out to the uh, the farm, you know, the we have uh, Mennonite Farmers Got there, you know. Right now, asparagus is just coming in, so I'm going to get some asparagus, and I got some Peter Luger's bacon at the store, right? So I'm going to make asparagus and bacon. I'm looking forward to that. You know, I love to cook. I play piano, not that well, but I play. um, I get lost in movies. I love to watch a good movie. I like I like a video game. I play video games, but not too long. I can only play video games. You can play them to a certain point, and they brighten <laughs> They brighten a certain part of your brain.
0: Right? I did not yeah. know you play video games. Oh, yeah. yeah. What oh, a absolutely. sight that is. Is it like yeah. the Atari <laughs> thing? Oh, Is like it
1: Atari? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's good. That's good. Don- donkey. <laughs> donkey, donkey Pong. Okay.
0: Pong. You, know, I, you probably I, have the I've old E.T. Game. game.
1: Yeah, okay. hard, hard, hardy, hard. Well, you, you youngsters are just having your fun now, aren't you?
0: Well, I think the point you're making is if you fill your time during the day, you won't go star yeah. crazy. You won't go you won't get cabin but, fever, which a lot of people will get. But, but, well, you have got to have
1: things that, that that you really can get into. I can get into deep reading, like classical literature. I love to, you know, uh, get really get into reading. Read, you know, not just surface skim, but read as you know, novels as they were intended to Fred, right but i'm a writer so that's that's my thing it could be you know you're into film or you're into art maybe you're doing um you know some sort of art right i love artists
0: i've always yeah.
1: uh, artists
2: you know, i like that do. when you say you got to roll from one creative outlet to the next yeah uh, yeah you know you do your body you know which is your lifting and your cardio you do your mind which is piano listen to music reading you know uh, art you know drawing coloring anything like that you know and cool. just go for one and cooking something that stimulates different parts of your brain you know
1: you yes know. yes and and all of which uh occupy your mind to the point that your the internal chatterbox the thinker the talker falls silent right Right, I don't need to listen to that guy all the time. You know what I mean? It's just like over and over the same stuff. And it's like my father used to tell me. He said, "You know, he said I never learned anything listening to myself."
3: I was like, "Yeah,
1: (laughs) yeah." That's profound Irish wisdom right there. Right? He said, "I never learned anything listening to myself." I said, "Yeah, Dad, you're right, man. That's I'll listen to that. Take that advice." So, and you, but you need enough tasks. It could be cars, like you're a really good car mechanic and like you build hot rods like some of my friends do, right? And they just get lost in those things, right? My wife and her horses. Right? She just gets lost in that, right? And and that's that that in those times when the mind falls silent, that's when the brain revitalizes and gets strong and vibrant. If it's talking to itself all the time, all the time, all the time, even when you sleep, it doesn't shut up. You know, it just stresses you out. You never get rest, right? You have to find ways to shut that guy down, but you you can't just use willpower to do it. You just can't say, "Okay, I'm going to be quiet now." That's just another act of will, right?
0: Yeah. Sometimes I have to do that at night because I'll wake up and I'll start stressing out, and
1: yeah, that's when you got to either like you can. I use reading. Uh, you might have to get up and go do the bike, you know? Well,
0: you know, it was years ago. I used to wake up like, you know, every business owner has yeah. a- has the ups and downs. How are you going to pay yeah. payroll? How are you going to do Sean, this and yeah. that? Yeah. So <laughs> I-, I got tired of waking up feeling like <laughs> panicky and all stressed out. And, and, and you know how sometimes when you like talk to yourself in your head and you c- – kind of try to reason with that voice. Well, yeah. And I said, you know what?
1: We got a three-way conversation going.
0: I told myself, I said, why are you you waking up all the time, getting stressed out? You've never had a problem in the past. You've always paid the bills, made everything happen. Everything's good. Why are you letting these thoughts interrupt your sleep and all that? So every time after that, I would just go, you know what? Self, remember that conversation? Bam, and I could put myself back to sleep.
1: Now, JP, Christian Murray would remind you, he would go, now, JP, you do realize you were having a conversation with yourself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> which, makes, which makes me crazy, probably. Well, no, no, but we all, yeah. we all do that. We all do it, but
1: it's a complete waste of time because it's yourself talking to yourself.
0: But in that case, I actually helped myself.
1: Oh my god, excuse me, boys. I'm sorry these damn telemarketers. I
0: thought I thought you had a secretary or something over there. Oh boy. She, my wife have... is
1: out. My wife is
0: out today with a with a
1: trailer full of horses traveling around the countryside. <laughs> right. So, so okay. anyway, but, 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 but again the, the key is strength training, I think, Jim. That that's the one that always busts me through mm. my stress. I've never had a good. The, the way practice. you do those
2: workouts, that's that hormonal cascade. Yeah. You're in this yeah. bright light for a long time afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. talk right. about how to get that bright light to continue. Yeah,
1: that's and, the key. You got to get it first.
2: Yeah, that's right. Why that not that has to only come from effort that's beyond, you know, what you think you have. You know what I'm saying? It has to be pushing yourself. Absolutely. You can't just be you know, watching TV between sets, and it has to be a totally focused,
1: even if it's 20 minutes, you know. Oh, uh, if you do it right, you probably can't go past 20 minutes. Right. Yeah.
0: What are uh, What are some of the other things that, that your guys are calling you up with right now, you know, while they're working at home? What are they most concerned with? You know, what questions do they keep repeatedly um, getting, asking?
1: Getting, getting, getting good workouts, effective workouts in the available gear that they have. Yeah. And, I, and I tell him, you know what, you've always got your legs, right? Mm-hmm. So there's your cardio. And you, you even if you're stuck inside, you can figure out something to do with your legs. I think I said last week that M- 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 Milo Sarsev, the good-looking yeah. IFBB pro, years ago, he told me, he said, Marty, he said, a great bodybuilder. You can lock him in a room, 30 minutes later, come back. Lock him in an empty room, 30 minutes later, come back. He will be completely pumped up. He will have every muscle on his body. Right. So even if you're trapped with nothing, if you're knowledgeable enough, um, you can either weight train your body or inflict a cardio effect on your body, which is elevate the heart rate for a protracted period. Right. For a specific duration, you know, and to, to a certain level optimally we'd love to sweat in the cardio world. If you're not sweating, I don't really think you're doing it. Do you, Jim?
2: No, you gotta, you gotta sweat. I mean, you don't have to, you know, you can say, okay, today I'm going to push it more anaerobically. And today's more of a, an aerobic thing. But if you're comfortable having a conversation, then yeah, you're not going hard enough. You know? uh,
1: Yeah. yeah. You don't, yeah. If, if you don't go to a certain intensity level, be it cardio or resistance training, uh, the conscious mind can keep, can keep, uh, what do they call it when you dual tracking mm-hmm. right it can continue to jabber while you're working at 85 percent can't do that when you're at 102 No. yeah and that's what you got to do but you got to learn how to do it safely right
0: uh last week we talked a little bit about fasted cardio so even more effective than cardio is fasted cardio why don't you guys go into that just a little bit more talk about uh, the history of fasted cardio. Where did that come from? Who who kind of came uh, up with that? All
1: praise, all praise, John Perillo. Yeah.
0: Uh, I tell you what, man, John John came up with so many
1: yeah he was an, innovations and rings. No one was doing cardio before Perillo started championing it, and they were all saying, oh, you're crazy! It tears down muscle, and we're not going to be like Jane Aerobics, Jane Fonda, and uh, step aerobics class wearing leotards and Girl, was like, no, man, you got to go run in the woods. And, you know, and they, uh, he was demonized until his guys started showing up and beating everybody's ass because they were big and cut. And that was back in the day of the midget champions, guys like, I think Chris Dickerson won an Olympia one year with yeah. 16 and a half inch arms. He had 16 and a half inch arms. Yeah he won the Olympia. Zane won with, consistently with 17-inch arms. Arnold once called him and said, hey, what do you think of Frank Zane's physique? He says, oh, a chicken with 17-inch arms.
2: <laughs> I think it looked great, though, man. It looked great.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, you know, again, the point being is that in the overview is you make do with what you have mm. based on your situation and try to work to a place where you can up your your tools um You know, why not? uh I mean, the fasted
2: cardio stuff is is great, and Marty's talked about the physiological stuff, which you burn the what glycogen you have left, and then burn a for fuel. But I like to use it sort of as a reward. So whenever I would, tra- I would train for something, I wasn't allowed to eat until I did my cardio. So yes. that's why the first thing I'm doing. Yes, is, I'm getting up. I'm drinking a cup of coffee whatever stimulants and then get right on it, you know, get right on. And, you know, the best thing about doing it when you're when you first get up is that you're done with 20, 30 minutes before you even know it. Before all that other stuff gets in your head.
1: And day. it clears your head for the day to come. You get off it, and you're like,
2: oh, what was that problem I was thinking
1: uh, about? No, no, no. You blew that problem away in the first yeah. five minutes. Physiologically, what the what the, the uh, rationale is that that Perillo figured that coming off the sleep fast, your glycogen stores are at their lowest point, right? So if you – now, don't be drinking no apple juice or orange juice when you wake up, which is probably the worst – fuel in the world, right, Jim, in terms of insulin spiking. I can't imagine anything worse than a glass of orange juice. Nice. Have some coffee. So anyway, Perillo said, look, when your glycogen stores are at their lowest, you know, do some cardio, burn off whatever residual there is, because once the glycogen is exhausted, then the body burns its second favored fuel source, stored body fat. Boom. Genius. That's why today, even to this day, and this was 30 years ago, this is why to this day, if you go to a, if you went to a good uh, bodybuilding gym, <clears throat> every morning at opening, you would see a dozen of all hardcore bodybuilders do fast cardio. They do it first thing in the morning because they believe in it and it works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, that it works is proven. If you can get it together to get up, I love it because you put on some music. Yeah. You get outside, nobody's up. The whole world is yours if you get up at dawn. It ain't no big thing. And you just walk at your oar and you walk, you bang, 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 bang. And just make sure that if you're walking, you're walking, you're really pumping your arms. Look at your heart rate monitor. What are we doing here? Uh, if you're cruising along at 105, well, you know, you better get it in gear because you're not going to start busting sweat till 130. I guarantee that. And even then, that might be a little light. <clears throat> so you get a, better get moving. And there's things you can do regardless of what your cardio mode. Even if you don't leave your apartment, you can do it with a light kettlebell and create the the requisite heart rate because that's what the cardio goal is. Regardless of the mode, the cardio goal is to elevate the heart rate to a specific level, keep it there for a designated time duration. Right? Now that could be sprint. That could be interval. It could be steady state. It's predetermined. And then you ascribed to whatever your predetermined cardio deal was, and hopefully you, you look to improve upon it. But each session, you stair-step your way up because you can tweak. Well, let's see, Jim, you could tweak the duration of the session. Yep. Right. You could keep the duration the same but go faster. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, no, uh, go further. Mm-hmm. Keep the duration the same, go further distance. Uh, you, know, you, you could uh, look to increase your heart rate within the same session there's so many there's so many ways you can tweak performance and each week you take a modest tiny step upward right best is when you synchronize a tight cardio with with a good diet and by good diet we mean not not a diet you would eat in conjunction with power training a diet you would eat in conjunction with like a lean out phase which it's like more green stuff oh and another side bed, bubble every time I go to the store there are green vegetables galore right for some reason no one wants the green vegetables so it's like we have been loading up on asparagus and broccoli my wife is uh, doing those and uh, she uses MCT coconut oil I use olive oil Mm-hmm. And we saute those delicious, uh, all kinds of new fresh green stuff is coming in. It's a good time, you know, uh, lighten up your proteins. Uh, I don't want to be eating any, uh, shoulder of lamb done in a Dutch oven with, you know, extra potatoes and gravy <laughs> right now. You <laughs> <laughs> would JP if you were here, listen to him.
0: Man, you know what we made last night? We made some beautiful flank steaks out on the barbecue with some... Yeah, uh,
1: that's a a lean... That's a lean cut. Are you able to get
0: this thing tender? Yeah, you know, it was pretty good. We marinated it for a few hours. We went to Costco, and, you know, the thing with the stores, the local stores around here, like Whole Foods and stuff, you can't get any fresh meat. But my wife went to Costco, and... She was able to get the flank steaks and a, a bunch of other good stuff, and some. Um, uh, you guys call them spring onions over there, you do, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, the little, little, yeah, mm-hmm. I always get made fun of because they don't call them that here or you know, back where we used to live in California, they call them just, I guess, onions or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> but no, we grilled those up with the flank steaks, the marinated oh, flank steaks. Good. Man, that was so, and we had some leftover. Uh, sweet potatoes that did you give, my,
1: Did you give your family any? Uh,
0: yeah, they got a little bit, not much, but they got a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think
1: I'd. Yeah, I don't know, it takes a lot of fuel to feed your big.
2: You, you know, it's interesting uh, when I went to uh, to the Wegmans, which is a yeah, east coast,
1: U- upscale place.
2: Yeah, I think it started about in Maryland or something, but anyway. Um, they have regular stuff and they have organic stuff, but what was interesting was the first day I get there after this one uh, older lady cut me off with her cart so she could get in the door faster. I almost body uh, slammed her. Um, is that everybody was buying the 93% beef and the yeah. 80% was loaded. I loaded up. Oh, oh, that's sick, baby. I want the fat. You yes. know, it's hilarious. Yes. It's, they're still going off that government recommendation from 25 years ago that on oh, the problem no. But isn't it oh.
3: interesting?
1: And Anything they're... And they're cleaning the, and they're getting, they're getting that, and they're and they're pairing that up with chips. Yeah, the chip aisle is cleaned out.
2: We're we're, we're defeating the purpose.
1: Right, and the and the lite the frozen lite yeah. food, yes. right, and the low fat food that's all gone. That's 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 gone. But yeah. uh, all all the the stuff that I like, it's like, hey, look, there's green vegetable. Oh, there's a high fat. Uh, hamburger <laughs> is it going to be great yeah. oh i got some beautiful rainbow trout yesterday that was on sale Yeah um, i hit it i hit it just right that was that yeah. was delicious i cooked I, that from uh, peter luger's bacon there's another expensive item that you can get at my grocery store you only get like eight strips but it's so delicious high fat you know So
2: well, you know, it always it makes me laugh because I, I always think of the story i read and i forgot where i read it but it was some of the settlers or mountain men or whatever, and their families yeah. were eating all the, the muscle meats of what they were killing, and they were dying. They didn't have yeah. any any fat, and so, so that, the they call it they call it rabbit fever, exactly. And the Native Americans said, "No, you've got to eat this." No, oh, you're stupid. They, they, they eat the fat first. They throw they were throwing
1: away and, and the organs and the yes. everything, all that stuff. And
2: the kids would wait. For the uh I forgot what organ it was, and they would put bile on it or something, and it was a, this, it was a delicacy, but wow. all that stuff is is because they know when the weather's bad or when I have to go for a thirty mile walk today to to hunt something or you know get to the next village. I need that fat man They're,
1: yeah you know, and and uh fat and sugar together are like a deadly combination fat and and refined carbs. Create sugar, starch carbs create sugar. Anything that isn't protein, fat, or fiber carbs creates sugar. It's yeah, undigested sugar. Sure. You can't combine them, that's for sure. Yeah, so it's like if you if you uh, take in the fat, like myself, I have to be very careful not to take in a bunch of starch carbs, which I love mm. because that's when I gain twenty pounds. Mm-hmm. Now I can have my I can have my fat and I can have my fire. My green vegetables, my salads, stuff like that. But And I can have a little bit of booze. I can have some beer once once a week. No. Uh, no, clarify get, that.
2: Get, How short is your week?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot better than I used to be. Is that right? Like three or four weeks ago, yeah.
0: Hey, hey, well,
1: guys. You're cl- close to your house. Go
2: ahead.
0: Sorry, clarify that for a minute. So I asked Jim a while back, you know, because – You guys were always talking about well, if you if you eat high fat, don't eat the carbs. You know, eat or if you're going to eat high carbs, don't eat the fat with it. So separate them, just like Jim said. But I said, look, I I went out to to lunch with
1: Dorian Yates one time, and he told me he said, if I eat any fat, I get sick. And and that's what he had. He had the low. He had this low fat. I think I don't know chicken breast, and he got rice.
2: Yeah,
1: and then vegetable but no fat fat to him was like make him sick so i'm sorry jp go ahead but i just wanted to he exemplified
0: that type of person so my question was and i i know a lot of other people are going to have the same question too when you do that do you have to like say you're going to eat high fat so do you have to eat high fat and like low to no carbs all day long all week long or can you kind of change them like one meal have high fat the next meal three hours later whatever Uh, have high carbs
2: well you can what you can do is you can bracket bracket your carbs around your workout Mm so let's say you're getting ready to work you're you're dieting pretty hard and you've been going you know low carb high fat and you just don't have any energy and you're trying to put on some muscle you know while you're trying to keep your muscle while you're dieting so, you know, you have 50 to 100 grams of something fast like white rice or like an oatmeal, you know, or something like that, you know, an hour before your workout And then afterwards, you know, you, you feel that little bonk when you're done. You have a little more carbs and then you get back on it your next meal. I think yeah. the mistake mistake yeah. comes
1: when they combine them. Yeah. Uh, Lebroni used to like um, uh, pasta, plain spaghetti noodles before his workout. Yeah. Before his workout. Yeah he'd eat the hell out of it too i mean i mean he'd eat like a box you know I was like whoa yeah anyway and so now by the way jim is a guy who knows of what he speaks because within the last year he's gotten down to below five percent body fat and competed
0: yeah he's actually done. so
1: it just, it, yeah this is not a, and and he's on the wrong side of 50 so <laughs> <he's gone. laughs> Sure, right, uh, and That's important. It's not like the guy's 21 years old and was born with an 8% body fat <laughs> percentile. He's old and beat up and yeah. he's still obtaining these subs 5% body fat. Yeah. Now what do you mean when you said bracket? I get the front end. Front yeah. and the back end, yeah. So your, carb, oh, your, before
2: your workout and after your workout and that's it for your carbs. Right.
1: Mm. You know?
2: And just got to be a certain amount and that's very individual. So if I was training a...
1: Yeah, how much would you take in? Now you were training what weighing what 220 yes yeah, so
2: i usually start around between 230 and 240 and get down to right under 200 in about seven or eight weeks
1: what uh how much pre and post carbs are we talking 20 30 grams it
2: depends so if you have a girl oh for me no i didn't do it so i was taking okay. it sweet potatoes so sweet uh, potatoes are my uh break the glass in, in case of emergency kind of thing yeah. so <laughs> yeah. I, I would you know, start off with six a day, then go down to four a day, then go down to three, day, then then only when needed. And so that's what I use a sweet potato for. It wasn't always around the workout; it was more like, wow, I'm I'm I can see how flat I am and stuff like that. But that you, and you go to a sure. supermarket bin looking
1: for the biggest single sweet potato. Yeah, I've 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 gone it's to
0: down, When, when
1: you're down to one a day. You're like, where's the biggest one you've got?
0: Yeah, it's like five pounds, but it's just one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, you yeah. You you dry,
2: and you eat that dry with sweet potato. You know what I would do sometimes? I would eat it as a snack. I'd put I'd make it cold, so I'd put it in the fridge. Then I'd open it up and put cinnamon and a little oh uh, Splenda or Truvia on it, and it's like a dessert. Now your taste buds, and Marty, we talked about this before. When you're when you're not eating all kinds of variety of sweets and all that stuff, your taste buds are so alive that a sweet potato with cinnamon and a little Splenda is bliss.
0: <laughs> it's man, bliss. It's so I bet so that good. tastes like sweet potato pie, doesn't it?
2: It is so yeah. good, man. It's it really good. is. You make them cold, it's a slower-moving starch, you know. Yeah.
0: Tim, Tim, Tim Belknap,
1: the underground hero of the Iron Elite, once said, if that orange doesn't taste like the most delicious orange you've ever bit into in your life, you're not seriously dieting. i not dieting right. <sighs>
2: Yeah, I <laughs> mean, um, you would kill
1: for stuff, man.
2: In fact, you get so hungry you're not hungry anymore. People, people who've been in that, they know what that that's like. It's like your body's just shutting down,
1: just and your your, your thought dreams are of food and meals. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, and and it's funny you watch these Alaska shows. You know, these guys who left last for uh, I think the guy who won alone lasted for four months to win half a million dollars. Yeah. And by the end, that's what they do. They're, they they can't get any fat in their diet. They shrink up. Or they lose all the muscle, all the fat. And all they do is dream about food. They dream about food meals. And and that's you know, the... Isn't it funny as you go
2: along in those shows and it gets deeper and deeper how they crave protein and fat? Yes. They're like, yeah, I don't want that root. No, that's not doing yeah. anything. They'll do yeah. anything. That one i watched watched one where the lady found an old... Parrot head or something, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and ate. <laughs> oh, she got really sick, but it made <laughs> it. <laughs> I was
1: like, Don't eat it, it at the TV. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, it's it, getting back to the most yeah. is for the least. It's yeah. it's well, like, uh, yeah, fasted cardio, why not? Right? Uh, again, if you're looking to get your day started off in the right foot, man, I'm telling you. There's nothing better, particularly if you have access to nature. If you have access to nature, it's almost like sacrilegious that you don't do it, particularly if you have time in your hands. It's just a matter that you're just too lazy to get up. Uh, You know, and in these times, who cares? You know, when you're that's the other thing about uh, being in self-imposed quarantine and also that you don't have to work for anybody. Is that your time is your own? You can set your hours. Everyone says, Oh, you're so disciplined. You get up at three or four in the morning. It's like, Yeah, but I go to bed at 8 30. You know? yeah, and,
0: same with me. And, yeah. and, and
1: if I wanted to change it tomorrow, I could. If I wanted to uh, sleep till 10 and stay up till mid certain tomorrow, you just fall into a natural rhythm for yourself. But I think it's a shame if you're not living the nightlife to throw away the the early morning because those are the alone times. Yeah, that's the best time of the day. Yeah, 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 and that's the time as uh, gets as David Bowie said. I know when to get stuff done.
0: Well, speaking of him, talk about you know one of the most. Uh, or it can be the most, one of the most uh, important components to all of this, especially if you're doing uh, fasted cardio and, and all this other stuff, is music, right? We always talk about how important music is with, with our training.
2: Yep. Uh, Go ahead, man. I use music in all different ways. So if I was training, I have on, I like either something like, uh, so Conan or Game of Thrones, the soundtrack to that or thrash metal. I know that's two opposite ends, but two things that are just powerful.
1: And they move you.
2: And they move me. That's, it's so individual. And then when I write, I, I, if I'm writing, it depends what I'm writing about. If I'm writing, so I'm working on
1: this thing, but it's guy about the, country. When
2: you're,
1: writing, when you're writing, do you play the the Carpenters?
2: No, I put on uh, slow old country. And give me that feeling. If I'm writing hey, about the country, I want to listen hey, to country.
0: Hey, Marty. You know? What, what so, kind of music suits you while you're playing Atari? <laughs> What do you like for that?
1: Back to the Atari. You like for oh, I don't know if I was. Uh, <laughs> you probably, probably like listen to uh, the Fifth Dimension during the Age of Aquarius. Yeah,
0: can you, Jim. Can you see this dude playing Atari in his home, sitting <laughs> on the couch, bobbing back and forth, moving the st- you know moving it, that, his hands that, that, back that, and that, forth, getting it in, into it?
2: I walked in and he was playing a video game. That would be the the beginning of the apocalypse for me, man. <laughs> The
0: pitch man i can, can we film I'm you can we film you playing video games I'm, i am good I want to film it and put it on I'm YouTube you. and see what happens I just to shooter i just do... okay. <laughs> yeah, just ask my wife be happy to
1: now what do we get off on that music oh well, so, so music, oh, oh, how man, much
0: just, how much can this elevate your mood or your performance you think uh, listening to music that really moves you
1: oh man i, I have had my heart rate my- on and like I'll be cruising along in the woods and just you know, do it, but at a good pace, and then <clears throat> bang! All of a sudden, for whatever reason, the right song will come on at the right time and in the right place, and it's like boom! It's like all of a sudden I got afterburners, I got nitrous oxide, and, yeah. and I'll and I'll look down at my watch, and I'll be up like 15 beats a minute, and I haven't taken my first step. Yeah, yeah. Like, he, like I think I think so. I, I assume it's like an adrenaline. Fuel injection, right? Yeah, there.
0: you know a telltale life. sign of finding, <laughs> you know, and every day is different. Your moods are different, and all that. But sometimes this the song would just grab you, and the tell telltale sign of that happening, just the perfect song for that that day, that day in particular, is I'll get goosebumps.
3: Yeah. I'll
0: get goosebumps, you know, and then it's you get fired up, and it's you, usually you have some pre workout or some. uh some coffee, and of course that helps you a little bit too. But everything combined, man, and you're just psyched up and ready to do your set, especially if you're going to do a big lift like a squat or a deadlift or a bench or something oh, yeah. like that. Man, I'll get I'll get uh, goosebumps, and man, that's 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 a sign that I'm just fired up and I'm going to exceed for certain, guaranteed what I did last week.
1: You yeah. know,
0: there's just no way that my mind is not going to let me do that.
1: Well, that actually can become a problem because you'll you'll just have a a damn perfect day you know you'll be physiologically you know at a hundred percent and you'll be the right training situation and the right music comes on so you you and bang all of a sudden you know instead of whatever 455 for five you do 505 for five that day but starting the next week you're kind of back to regular mode and it's like you can't come close to that and you have to be a little bit careful of that everybody has these these super peak days and they just kind of come on their own yeah i can't imagine training i wouldn't do a cardio or lifting session without music right it's so integral to and i think about it and it's like okay okay, where am I at? You know, what am I going to put on? that's going to help get me a little bit jacked up here because you know what? It's time to get jacked up because it's training. It's not, you know, if I'm home writing, yeah, I'll put on Miles Davis, Jack Johnson. You know what I mean? Uh, I'll put on uh, Glenn Gould playing, you know, Bach. You know, that's different. I'll put on Hank Williams, you know. Uh, You know, but not, you know, when I'm tr- when I'm training, it's I want it's, it's, you know it's time time to turn up the volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it helps. And it helps.
2: Yes, I, psychological
1: recalibration. Psychological recalibration.
2: Right. JP, you are you a, a metal guy when you train or what?
1: Uh, I can't. It's it. I can't say that. Some days it it'll be the hardest. <laughs> you've ever heard and then other days it's just different it's just wow. whatever, whatever it takes but my my musical repertoire is so vast it could be a Yehudi Menuhin Ravi Shankar uh, violin uh, sitar uh, jam from yeah. 1972 you know what I mean and it could for, be uh, the, it could be the Sex Pistols for a Anything in between,
0: Jim? Getting back to your question, um, yeah, I've music. never been really into the metal. I know, I know you are. I'm more of the uh, you know, rock music, not heavy metal type, like rock and roll, like God yeah, and stuff. Yeah, you know, like all the 80s stuff that I grew up with. You know, yeah. I like that. The, I like the uh, yeah, all that stuff. But you know what, Should I, I d- also d- like, you know, what Is I also it, like. Can I take a guess? I'm gonna say, I'm
1: gonna say, Van Halen. <clears throat>
0: You know, they grew up in my area and used to do, this was kind of before my, well, this was late 70s, but they used to go around and play all the, uh, the, um, I think, high school parties and stuff. You know, they were like a... Where was it? Well, this was in Pasadena. They started out as, uh, they called themselves Mammoth, yeah. And then they um, started getting together, and I think they brought uh, Lee Roth in, and uh, then they changed it to Van Halen. Uh, But I like all that stuff. But you know what else I like is uh, instrumentals. And speaking of Van Halen, Mm -hmm. one of my favorites is, uh, it's called Respect the Wind. I don't know if Mm -hmm. you guys have ever heard it. Look it up on YouTube and play it. All it is is Eddie and Alex just playing this. It was in the movie Twister at the end. But Mm -hmm. you go into something like that, and it's a long song, like probably about six minutes Mm -hmm. or so. But you get into that, man, you'll get fired up too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
1: that's a good one i i've never heard of that one before you guys
0: will like that respect the wind mm. by van Halen check it out that's a
1: new one on me
0: but right.
2: yeah. as i go so I get decibel magazine which is a you know heavy 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 metal magazine out of philly and I look up all the thrash bands and then i put them on amazon music make a playlist and get get some thrash going if, when I'm listening to thrash and doing the bike my legs move faster'm yeah. like, hey, I'm really I'm really yeah. busted sound it's because for real you know, slayer just came on <laughs> yeah. and i didn't
1: even realize it yeah. Yeah. yeah and and if you put on you know some really terrible music it would depress you by 25 percent mm-hmm. in your performance yeah. it's audio you're controlling the audio environment and people say well you know uh, why do you do that well because um music You know, the yeah, I guess silence maybe trumps music, but uh, music sure trumps mechanical sounds, which are everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, also, if you're wearing, I don't know, it's just, uh, um, the Zen masters would call it an attention focusing device.
0: Boy, I'll tell you what, too, and you know, I think we all write, I have to write. You know articles and different things uh, for the website. You guys are writing articles and all t- training programs and stuff. You get some really good music. Boy, does it help your creativity? Oh yeah. You know you have you have a little coffee, be in the right environment. I always mm-hmm. had my my best thoughts when I was driving and just blasting some really good music. I mean, your mind just goes to a different place. You're there by yourself, mm-hmm. and it's where some of my my greatest thinking takes place. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Creative thinking.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No. Exactly.
1: I mean, that's different from from stupid, stupid gibber jabber. Man, what do the the seals call it? The little man inside your head. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You got to bitch slap him quiet. Right. (laughs) Focus.
0: Yeah. Uh, Well. All right. So, well, oh, that's pretty good. Go yeah, that was we just wanted to go over a few different things, you know, while we're yep. all kind of at home doing different stuff than we usually do. So, uh I figured the guys would chime in with some really good stuff, some things that'll help us get by and help us think of this more as a uh positive thing and as an opportunity and all that and really again like I said last time, what choice do we have? We might as well make a positive opportunity out of it. So, yeah. Anyway,
1: you can still obtain tools if you need them, you know, and that's good news. And uh, uh, so, you know, just be thinking about that. Uh, heart rate monitor. It's, if you can get strapped up somehow, I am telling you, I've got a, a, a an app that I use called Wahoo. You mm-hmm. guys heard of that? Yeah. This is a free app. You just you just call it up. But uh, it has so many categories and so many breakdowns. And all you do is you, you push the button when you start the session and you push the button at the end of the session and it tells you everything. It tells you elevation, how, you know, where you're at. It shows you the map as to where you've gone. Uh, it tells you exactly how far you've gone. It tells you your duration. It t- you know, it, and it has about 10 different subcategories. And you just log it as a workout. Like it's you just push another button, it says save workout, you just push it and there it is. You've got this workout, this cardio workout logged for that day. Mm-hmm. And it's just like uh, it's it's amazing. And it allows you could just sit there and after you accumulate, I don't know, five or six of them, you look back and you go, Oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. you see certain things you can change, certain, it has like peaks and valleys as to where you peaked out your heart rate and where you you know and your Total session average, Uh, like I've been consistently coming in at 90% of my age-related heart rate, Max, because I'm so old now. I feel like I'm cheating. (laughs) (laughs) I only got to do like 135, and I come on. What wrong side are you on now? Are are you on the wrong
0: side of 70 or 80 now? No, I,
1: I am that next week. Uh, weren't we doing a show next week? Oh, are we doing a show next week with the uh, Redskin? Was it the Philadelphia Eagle individual? Yeah, John. Yeah, i got to say, I'll send you guys all the info. Okay, but that's still good. Yeah. Well, yeah. That'll be that'll be my book.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, and, uh, you know, speaking of spending time at home, I mean, now's a good time to read, too. So, I mean, yep. everybody can go to yep. ironcompany.com and check out Marty's uh, articles, weekly column, yep. Raw with Marty Gallagher. We've also got two of your books on there, Marty. We've got Purposeful Primitive, which I hear about weekly yeah. by people praising it. Everybody loves it. So, uh, And then one of your newest books, Strong Medicine. Yes, indeed. And as everybody's clamoring for gym equipment right now, check us out. Go to Iron Company. You need bumpers. You need kettlebells. You need rubber mats, cardio machines, anything. Start the uh,
1: dumbbell collection. Just start yeah. the light and start start a dumbbell collection. There's so and many we've, things,
0: you can do and that. we've got them. And, and yeah. you know, now for people that that didn't have home gym equipment, it looks like you know it's good to have some emergency equipment equipment at home. Even if you do go to the gym, it's good to have a, a few things like a you know, like we mentioned, a cross core, a few sets of dumbbells, or some kettlebells, or something, just in case. Uh and then we've got new Jim Steele articles. They can be found on our articles section at the top of the site. Click on articles, click on uh Marty Gallagher, and then there's a drop down it says uh Jim Steele. So you can go there. You can also go check out his website, Bass Barbell. That's B A S barbell dot com. And uh what's one of your latest articles on there, Jim? What are you talking about on there?
2: Uh how great guns are. <laughs> My latest one is, oh, you guys, you guys thought, thought you were smart, you know, passing <laughs> off these gun laws I now. Mean, everybody went, you know, up three hundred percent the first week or something like that. The uh, background checks because everybody wants to be protected now.
1: Hey, I heard a, well, I heard a good, good, slightly unrelated quote. This is pretty good though. Right. So they, uh, this is back in World War Two, and the Japanese were doing real good. Yeah. yeah. So they asked, so General Yamamoto, who was the head of the Japanese Navy, they had like a war council. And they asked him, they said, because he had gone to Harvard University, General Yamamoto, and come back. So now he was the head of admiral for all the Jap- Japanese Navy. And the Japanese war council said, should we invade America? And he goes, oh, no. He said, you'd never want to do that. There would be a gun behind every blade of grass. That's that baby. <laughs>
0: More well, than <laughs> I think that's what they say about taking guns away in this country too. Uh, yeah be a gun behind. Be blading But anyway. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Hang in there and uh use your grind speed yeah. with your uh your barbells and your kettlebells and your, your body weight training this week. Oh, great, great great advice. All right. All right, See guys. You. Bye.